Thank you for supporting Daily Tech Headlines directly. Now begins your ad-free episode. These are the Daily Tech Headlines for Monday, May 11th, 2020. I'm Rich Garofalino. The World Health Organization plans to launch a COVID-19 symptom checking app later this month targeted at under-resourced countries. The app will offer guidance about symptoms and be customized with testing information based on a user's location. According to WHO CIO Bernardo Mariano, the app will be published globally, but governments will have access to the code to customize for their own national apps. Eventually, Mariano wants the app to include a self-help guide for mental health care. The WHO is also looking into proximity tracing in the app, but said legal and privacy considerations have prevented the organization so far from committing to the feature. The Wall Street Journal reports that, according to sources, White House officials are in talks with Intel and TSMC to build chip foundries in the U.S., as well as with Samsung to expand contract manufacturing operations in the U.S. to more advanced silicon. A letter obtained by the Wall Street Journal from Intel CEO Bob Swan to the Department of Defense stated the company would be willing to build a commercial foundry in partnership with the Pentagon, given the global uncertainty of the supply chain during the COVID-19 outbreak. Intel currently has U.S.-based foundries to create its own chips, but the proposed facilities would also serve third-party clients. A spokesperson for TSMC said the company has no concrete plans, but that it's always open to building fabs overseas and does not rule anything out. Clearview AI's software performs facial recognition by comparing images to a database of photos scraped from the public internet. Google, YouTube, Microsoft, and Twitter have sent cease and desist letters to Clearview. In response to a lawsuit in Illinois, Clearview AI says it will voluntarily cancel the accounts of every customer who is not either associated with law enforcement or some other federal, state, or local government department, office, or agency. Eidhoven University of Technology researcher Bjorn Rutenberg demonstrated ThunderSpy, a vulnerability on some Thunderbolt-equipped Windows and Linux PCs that would allow an attacker to bypass logins. The attack works on Thunderbolt-enabled devices made before 2019 and bypasses the security levels feature that can prevent access from untrusted devices or force a Thunderbolt port to serve only as USB connectivity. ThunderSpy requires accessing the Thunderbolt controller, often by removing a computer's backplate, and flashing the firmware with an SPI programmer device to remove all security stage, which takes about two minutes. Intel's kernel direct memory access protection prevents the attack, but Rutenberg said that the feature isn't standard, isn't supported by devices made before 2019, and that major OEMs such as Dell do not appear to offer it comprehensively. Intel and Microsoft released details on a new malware detection project called Static Malware as Image Network Analysis, or Stamina. This project takes a binary input file and converts it into a stream of raw pixel data with black or white pixels based on the binary values. This one-dimensional stream of pixels is then turned into a 2D image by assigning a width based on the overall pixel file size. A pre-trained deep neural network trained on 2.2 million infected portable executable files scans the images and was able to achieve 99.07% accuracy on identifying and classifying malware with a 2.58% false positive rate. Microsoft said the system works best with smaller files. A Microsoft support document shows that the company plans to release a predictive text capability to Outlook.com and Outlook on the web. Users will be able to see the suggestions as they type and accept them with either the tab or right arrow. According to Microsoft's product roadmap, the feature should appear later this month. Microsoft also began rolling out a reply-all protection feature for Office 365 and Exchange Online. Designed for larger organizations, the feature will detect 10 reply-all emails to over 5,000 recipients within 60 minutes. 
Once triggered, users won't be able to reply all on the thread for four hours and receive a notification that says the conversation is too busy with too many people. CNET reports that, according to sources, former Google CEO Eric Schmidt left his role as technical advisor with Alphabet back in February. Schmidt served as CEO of Google from 2001 to 2011 and served as Alphabet's executive chairman from its founding in 2015 through the end of 2017. The subscription email app Newton Mail, part of the now-defunct Essential, was scheduled for shutdown on April 30th. But the app has a new lease on life after being purchased by product designer Matrix Katrina and So Friendly Design agency founder Justin Mitchell. The two said they're fans of the app, will support all existing Newton Mail apps, and keep pricing at $50 a year. This marks the third ownership change for Newton Mail since 2018, and the new owners pledge that if the business fails again, they'll open source Newton and find a way for self-hosted servers to support the product indefinitely. Facebook announced its redesign at F8 last year, which has since been rolled out in waves, with the company adding an option to try out the new version back in March. The redesign is now official, with the option to update manually if you haven't received it yet. The new look promises faster load times and easier navigation, plus a dark mode for desktop. The company is seeking user feedback on the new look. And finally, Sony announced on May 10th that it temporarily closed the PlayStation Store in China to perform a system security upgrade. The company did not specify a reopening date. It's unclear if the update is related to a recently disclosed backdoor that could allow Chinese PlayStation users to switch to overseas services and download unlicensed games. Remember, for more discussion of the tech news of the day, subscribe to Daily Tech News Show at dailytechnewsshow.com. You can find show notes there and links to all these headlines there as well. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you next time. And from all of us here at Daily Tech Headlines, remember, have a super sparkly day.